Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Weekend Extra. I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and we're gonna be talking a little bit about uh, this idea of what is the church today. And something I was thinking about, Jeff, as you were talking through, uh, the church is unified, yeah. but it's not uniform. Right. It's not the same. There's diversity. So could you maybe unpack a little bit of how there's diversity and unity in the church? Yeah, I actually, I didn't use that phrase, but I like it, so I'm ripping it off. Therefore, I said it, unified but not uniformed. Uh, but I, I like the way that you said that. And and the idea is this. I think a lot of times when we think about unity, in fact, I actually believe that um, false teachers and even unhealthy leaders sometimes, wh when they talk about unity, they're talking about uniformity. So if you really believe in Jesus, you must do this the way that I said it needs to be done. And churches then become people who all do the exact same thing. Uh, so we might all homeschool together, or we might all have a political action point of view, or we might all run our marriages the same way, th those kind of things. And I would actually look and say that's not what the Scripture's calling for. Uh, the Scripture's calling for a unity around the person of Jesus Christ, and then a submission to the authority of Scripture. But within that, there is freedom in Christ, and there are the uniquenesses of our relationships, right? So uh, the, the principles that God gives to marriage are going to play out in your marriage in some different ways they are going to play out in my marriage, but we're both pursuing being a godly husband. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, so that's the idea. What Paul uses, the word, one of the words he uses is he uses the word harmony, that we're to live in harmony with each other. He says that in Romans chapter 12. And what he's talking about is this. As I pursue Christ, you pursue Christ, we have different freedoms, we have different opinions, but our loyalty and devotion to Christ supersedes our individual differences. And when we yield to Christ, then we submit to each other, then we prefer someone else's needs above our own. All those kind of principles kick in, and that causes harmony in the church. If you're going for uniformity, and you're, you get into controlling people's lives, you, you get into om, almost cultish types of leadership where you're following a person instead of Christ himself. And I actually would say you have to put up some warning flags with that, be careful with it. Now, the other side of that is when someone says, well, I wanna live in sin and you're telling me not to, you're trying to control me. And I would look and say, no, 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 the scripture is specific and explicit. And so I might be correcting you, rebuking you, training you in righteousness. That's something that the church does with each other. Um, so I think that's the idea. I, the, the word harmony that Paul uses is, is we, uh, we love each other, we give ourselves to each other, we rally around these things, but then there's freedom and latitude within it sometimes. Right, and I think that freedom is what really allows us to be unified is because now we're, we're celebrating the strengths, yeah. we're celebrating the differences, and it's totally different. I think it's it's way healthier, and we um, actually see more of Christ because of those differences. Absolutely. Unified on the right things. Another thing, Jeff, as I was uh, thinking about the message, was this idea that a lot of us might be self-identifying, that we're not really um, a part of the church in the way that you described yeah. it. Maybe we're starting to identify some of those um, parts that we brought out, and um, it's just not lining up. So maybe I'm looking at that, and I'm trying to ask the question, okay, I wouldn't describe um, my involvement in the church that way or me as the church that way. Um, when people start to identify that, what would you encourage them to do 
um, in light of this message and, and kind yeah. of how would that practically work out for them? So what I, what I would say to you is this, you know, we talked about uh, in the services that Christianity is a team sport. It's not a solo sport. So our relationship with God is personal, but it's not private. And you actually cannot follow and obey Jesus if you are not sharing your life with somebody else and allowing them to share their life with you. So all the one another directives in Scripture, you can't live out individually. You have to be in community with other believers. So what I would do is I would look at this. Oftentimes, our, our path to Christ starts off individually. So maybe you watch on the internet a lot, or, or maybe you are getting a podcast from our church or a different church. And God is individually working within you. As you grow in Christ, and as you go closer to Christ, you need to make a point to bring that into a relational environment. Now, that environment can look a thousand different ways, but these are followers of Jesus who are committed to knowing, loving, following Jesus, and committed to being devoted and loving each other as defined and expressed through God's Word, the, the Bible, right? So that could be three, four friends in your dorm room. Uh, so, so maybe you watch a live stream or something like that, and then you guys build into each other. Uh, that can be coming to church. And uh, when, you, when you think about joining a church, if you think about joining Grace Church, there's kind of a defined formal process that allows us to look at your life and you look at our lives, and we decide if we're unified in that way. Um, it can be, I, I have um, a friend who's on an a aircraft carrier, and, and he and some of the other of his shipmates, they gather around, and, and they will watch podcasts or read a book together and discuss it and then build into each other's lives. So this is the two or three gathered together that the, the Bible yeah. talks about. And it's the sharing of life. It's rejoicing with those who rejoice, mourning with those who mourn, confessing your sins one another, uh, spurring one another on to love and good deeds, all those kind of things. So if you don't have that, you need to look for it. And I would say even if you're sitting in, a, in an auditorium listening to a pastor somewhere, maybe it's me or maybe it's, it's another pastor, uh, you need to take those extra steps and dive into that relationship. Uh, most healthy churches have environments, small groups, classes, something like that, that you can find those relationships in. If you're not there or you're in the middle of the ocean somewhere, you're looking for other believers and you're looking to gather together with them and share life with them. So you just kind of have to act on it. Yeah, and it's going to be different for each person or whatever church they're plugging into or whatever their season of life right. is is like. But um, yeah, definitely uh, not staying in isolation and, Absolutely. and finding those. So that might be pushing you out of your comfort zone a little bit. I, it definitely could be for, for many of my friends or even for me sometimes. And um, I just encourage you to do that because it's worth it. You'll see life change and you'll, you'll get what you're missing out on. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for being with us for the Weekend Extra and uh, we'll catch you again next time.